Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight I'm in the bath. This isn't a Freddy Cougar moment. I figured, you know, let's just talk about scary films in general that have to do with water. And the one that I could think of is Jaws. You know, I'm not as scared of it as I was when I was a kid. Um, you know, but even now when I go to the ocean, you know, now you got to wear a mask. But then you still got to keep a healthy distance from the surfers, the waves, the tidal waves, the undertow, and of course, the sharks. Now, I don't know if the sharks are out there right now, you know, but I figured Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, we're going to talk about Jaws. Um, from the, I mean, I remember seeing Jaws as a little, little kid. Why well, we're going to talk about it because, you know, sometimes you're able to combat your fear of the water and a shark with a vendetta. It is probably one of the most iconic films that has to do with a shark. You know, um, and then we learned, you know, that sharks aren't the bad guys, you know, but in the book, you know, it's essentially fiction, a shark with a vendetta. A shark doesn't have a vendetta. And so that's why I'm, I'm you know, I figured I'm in the water and a bathtub and got some, you know, Epsom salts, some bath salts, you know, I'm channeling Whitney Houston, you know, she liked to take bath salt baths, you know, cause you know, she was every Whitney. Um, uh, you know, and then I have kids in my family who are fascinated by sharks. I mean, they're, but they're not going to go swimming with them, you know. Jaws. Jaws released in 1975, directed by Steven Spielberg. It was the beginning of the summer blockbuster. Of course, you got Roy, Schne- I, uh, Roy Schneider. I think that's how you say his name. Um, if I'm saying it incorrectly, please correct me. You know, you've got um, Mr. Holland's Opus himself. This is this is years before Mr. Holland's Opus. You know, um, you know, um, <laughs> I'm drawing for straws here. <laughs> like somebody, people, yeah. Um, Richard Dreyfus, you know, and um, Robert, not Robert McNamara. <laughs> Um, hey Siri, who appeared in the film Jaws? I can't tell you. Yeah. Good evening, and we're back on the, the, the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Shot mostly on Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts, Jaws. Spielberg and others have compared the suggestive approach to that of director Alfred Hitchcock, and that's not really showing the shark until probably in the middle in the middle of the movie. You know, it, the music, the suggestions. You know, made over four hundred and seventy-two million dollars. You got Roy Schneider, Robert Shaw, who was also in The Sting, Richard Dreyfuss, Lorraine, uh, Lorraine Gary, and Murray Hamilton. Music by John Williams. You know that menacing shark music? Yes. And and that's where, you know, Jaws is not real. A shark doesn't have a vendetta. Maybe if he wants a seal, but against a human being? I don't think so. So, let's see. Do-do. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I've, I've seen it so many times. 
that um, I, I I became less scared of it. More more so, you know, I was like, oh, okay, because I understood at the heart of it, you know, it's 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 a fantasy. It's it's you know, it's it's a uh, it's a ghost story of sorts, and what I'm trying to do. Mm, here we go. If we can say it, you know. A lot of us have things that we were scared of when we were kids. For me, it was Jaws. You know, that's why I figured, you know, this is, we're, we're talking about Halloween themed movies. This is Halloween. I mean, you know, I haven't seen anyone dress up like a shark yet to get candy. Um, tonight, Night of, a Living, Night of the Living Dead is on TCM. I'm going to, I think I DVR'd it. I've never seen it before. You know, I know. Isn't that sad? That's sad. Benkley. Peter Benkley, who wrote the the novel Jaws, you know. Now there are some there are some differences in the in the novel Jaws and in the movie Jaws. So in the novel, Brody's wife sleeps with Hooper. Um, Richard Dreyfus plays, you know, Mr. Hooper. In the movie, that doesn't happen, thankfully. You know. Um, let's see. Because you know we want we want to get everything right when it comes to talking about this. The forty-five you know years. This is the forty-fifth anniversary of Jaws. Um, let's see. You know the animatronic jo- uh, shark was called Bruce. Yeah. This this is a crazy crazy movie. Crazy. Hmm. Okay. So you have Chief Brody, who Roy Schneider plays. He's got his family. You know, he's running things. Um, and the shark, you know, the shark accidents start to happen and start to occur. First it starts out with a young woman. Then others go missing. And then this young this young kid named Alex um, Kinter. Kinter or Kinner. I, that's what freaks me out as a kid. is seeing another little kid get eaten. And it's like, oh, all right. So Hooper comes out. Um, he's a scientist. As I said in the novel, he sleeps with the wife in the movie. Thankfully, he doesn't. Also, you know, if you've never seen Jaws, I hate to do this to you, but you need you should have watched it before you listen to this show, <laughs> the Doctor Zeus Film Podcast. Now, in the novel, Hooper dies, but in the movie, he doesn't. You know, he gets into that shark cage, and at first, you know, Quint played by Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw, let me tell you something about Robert Shaw. If you look at him in all, a man of all seasons, or man for all seasons, you know, he's playing, you know, a king and all that, and different kind of attitude. Seems approachable. If you look at Robert Shaw in The Sting, just his face alone, I wouldn't touch him. You know, there's that moment where he's playing um, poker with Paul Newman in The Sting, and Robert Shaw looks like he's going to bite his head off. And then you cut to Jaws, where Robert Shaw plays Quint, who says, You know what, Chief Brody, I'll catch that shark. I'll kill him, and I'll catch him for 25. I think that's what he says. You know, everyone else catches, like, little sharks, and Quint's like, No, no. 
I'll go get the big the big one for you. So Brody, Hooper, and Quint all get on Quint's boat, the Orca. They go way out to sea. They're they're gonna catch this shark, whose name is Bruce, the animatronic shark, not a real shark. You know they're out there. They're tracking him. And then, boom. You know, uh, Brody Brody sets the tone. He says, you're going to need a bigger boat. And, you know, Hooper's like, that's a 20-footer. And Quint, that's a 25. Got two tons of them. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Now, it just so happens they start telling stories about their scars Quint was on the Indianapolis and how it went down. So then you learn that Quint has no intention of coming out of this alive. He's going down with the ship, figuratively and relatively. You know, Jaws is just one of those movies. You, you, you know, yes, it's bloody. And when it's bloody like that, you want to look away. And then as I got older, I started to watch it. And I started to understand, okay, it's about survival now. You know, you've got Hooper. He says, look, I'm going to apply some science here. I'm going to inject this into him. It should take him down. Gets into the cage. Boom. So Quint is in the, and Quint and Brody are in the, under the assumption that Hooper is dead. The shark took him out. Well, not really. So then the shark just keeps digging, keeps digging. Finally, boom, he eats, he eats Quint. It's just, it's probably one of the most disturbing sights. Yes, it's a movie. And yes, the, you know, we're talking about Halloween themed movies, blood and gore and horror. And here is, I wouldn't even call Jaws a horror movie. I don't, I don't know. An adventure movie. And just seeing, you know, I can see it right now. He's getting eaten by the shark. Now, we know it's not real, but the way Spielberg did it, it's so brilliant that it looks real. So Brody's out there, all out there by himself. He's hanging on there. Crow's nest. He's got that gun. Now, in the process, the shark, Bruce, has a buoy. Um, yeah, he has one of those attached to him. It's in his mouth And um, You know Brody keeps just firing firing Then finally he gets it Smile you son of a bitch And boom the shark just explodes Now I've told you the whole movie Because I'm assuming Dr. Zeus film podcast listeners That you have all seen Jaws Jaws is such an iconic movie It's not just a movie From 1975 I'm assuming that all of you Have seen it Okay I wasn't around in 1975. My parents were, though. I know that because they were married in 1975. So I know from asking them, they saw Jaws. In fact, my first time watching Jaws, I think it was my one of my father's birthdays. He got it as a gift. And I remember seeing it. And then I had a nightmare about it, that the sharks were at the tile in the in the dining room and then as i woke up the ocean turned it back into the tile and i thought oh that's freaky you know so it's it's one of those it's one of those movies is it halloween themed 
Yes, because you know Halloween is not just about candies and about scaring the shit out of people and makeup and fake blood. You gotta understand, okay? This is not, you know, Jaws is not real. So of course they're using fake blood. You know, the fake animatronic shark named Bruce, and also the theme of, you know, this is a, uh, this is a benevolent shark you know um this is a shark with a this is an evil shark sharks aren't necessarily evil but this is an evil shark he's got a vendetta he wants to eat everybody in the process okay and that's not realistic but remember it's a novel it's a movie so that's where it fits into the halloween aspects you know there were sequels to jaws but we all hold the original near and dear you know, it started the summer blockbuster. And then the summer blockbuster was even furthered with Star Wars and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So, here we go. Jaws won three Academy Awards, those being for the film editing, Best Original Dramatic Score, John Williams, Best Sound, it was also nominated for Best Picture, losing to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Spielberg greatly resented the fact that he was not nominated for Best Director. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yep. What one? Oh yeah, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest won that year. That's also that's not a Halloween theme movie, you know. But I have been studying the beats, and you know Ken Kesey. Who wrote One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest Was a friend I love what Ken Kesey said He says, you know At that time I was too young to be a beat And I was too old to be a hippie You know But, you know, from watching Jaws You can tell Hooper is the hippie Richard Richard Dreyfus plays I think Richard Dreyfus at heart is a hippie You know And, and he brings that to Jaws You know what's interesting is Is that, sadly enough Robert Shaw and Richard Dreyfus didn't like each other. And Robert Shaw was like, look at you, Dreyfus, you're fat, you can't act. And he'd say, what? And, you know, Richard Dreyfus says he had the utmost res respect for Robert Shaw. And he would turn it on while the camera was rolling, too. So if that was his, a form of method acting, you know. And years later, Richard Dreyfus was on this Irish program. And he met Robert Shaw's granddaughter or, or great-granddaughter or whatever and cried and said, you know, I, I'd give anything to talk to your grandfather again. So, you know. So Robert, Robert Shaw was not averse to playing crazy people. Like I said, he was in The Sting. If you've ever seen The Sting... Robert Shaw doesn't have to say much. His facial, his eyebrows, his eyes. He's got these eyes that are like daggers. It's like, oh, God. Uh, I, You know, when he's face-to-face -face with Robert Redford and he's face-to-face -face with Paul Newman in The Sting, and you look at him in Jaws when they try to radio things in, and he shoots the radio. Because he has a death wish. He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to kill this shark and I'm going to go down with the shark. And the other two are like, no. Jaws is just one of those movies. I know it all by heart. I've seen it so many times. I couldn't even count for you how many times I've seen Jaws. 
but you know it still terrifies me to this day the shark especially when the when the kid gets eaten you got to understand as a little kid you're seeing another little kid getting eaten it scares the crap out of you and the part i always dread the part when quint gets eaten you know but like i said this this is halloween halloween is coming up you know this is the doctor's Who's film podcast jaws jaws terrifies I mean, it was on the list of 100 thrillers along with The Exorcist and Psycho. In fact, I think if I, if I can... Let me look for it. Um, in 2001, the AFI, the American Film Institute, um, you know, they did 100 Years, 100 uh, Chills. And if I can find it... Because I remember... You know, I... I of course, Psycho's going to be number one. Exorcist was number two. And these lists, you know what? I, I love these lists. And I and I think right now we could really use these lists because then it will get us talking about movies rather than everyone watching Netflix all day. Ah, I was wrong. The AFI's 100 film, 100 years, 100 thrills, released in 2001. The number one uh, thriller of all time, Psycho. Number two, Jaws. Number three, The Exorcist. Number four, North by Northwest. Number five, The Silence of the Lambs. Number six, Alien. Number seven, The Birds. Number eight, The French Connection. So it's not all just horror films. It's also about adventure. Number nine, Rosemary's Baby. Number 10, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number 11, The Godfather. Number 12, King Kong. Number 13, Bonnie and Clyde. Number 14, Rear Window. Number 15, Deliverance. You sure got a purdy mouth. Number 16, Chinatown. Number 17, The Manchurian Candidate. Number 18, Vertigo. Number 19, The Great Escape. Number 20, High Noon. Number 21, A Little Bit of the Old In Out, In Out, A Clockwork Orange. Number 22, Taxi Driver. You talking to me? Number 23, Lawrence of Arabia. Number 24, Double Indemnity. Number 25, Titanic. So, see, it's adventures, but it's also thrillers. Number 26, The Maltese Falcon. Number 27, Star Wars. 28, Fatal Attraction. 29, The Shining. uh, 30, The Deer Hunter. 31, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 32, Strangers on a Train. 33, The Fugitive. 34, Night of the Hunter. I love that movie. Number 35, Jurassic Park. I mean, I'm not going to go through all of them. We don't have the time. But there's a lot of thrilling and scary movies on this list at the same time. As always, unpleasant dreams. (laughs) 